Uh, we're going to play a game. This is called, hey, do you know your schedule? I'm going to list a date, and then you have to guess where you're playing on that date. Pour molten gold into my broken so I can't hide it if I try. Pod swap. Pod swap. That's right. We had a pod swap. Pod swap. With Rough Draft Hattiesburg. Pod swap. Rough Draft Hattiesburg. So yeah, we had this pod swap that was pretty cool. Pod then. swap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pod, that's, that's what we did. The Hardy Street Boys, the Hardy Street Boys, the Hardy Street Boys, the Hardy Street Boys. They're the Hardy Street Boys. Hey, everybody. Hello, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Community Bank. Community Bank. We're huge Community Bank guys. Everyone knows it. And that's as far as we're going to take it. You just need to trust that we're Community Bank guys. Yeah, Community Bank. They're member FDIC. They got all the qualifications. They'd love for you to start a bank account. We'd love for you to start a bank account. Community Bank. Oh, is that in the script? I don't know. We want to remind you to like, subscribe, share. Uh, it takes just an email address and a few minutes of your time, totally free. You can check us out on Patreon as well, monthly subscription website. Helps support us and keep the show going. Uh, check out our website. We are going to update with new merch, we promise. But, you know, it's just a two-man team. We can only do so much. Uh, and, yeah, just thank you for the support. It's great. Yes, thank you so much. So how you doing, man? I'm so sweaty right now. Bro, it's like 100 degrees out there. Well, our air is on the fritz and, uh, yeah. So we're we're gonna power through, but yeah, uh, I'm melting. Yeah. So what's been up, man? You've been you've been gigging a little bit. I uh, you know I've actually got a gig coming up tomorrow night at the Thirsty Hippo. I'm playing over there. But uh, other than that, I've just been trying to like stay cool, you know. Yeah, it's impossible. Yeah, I actually went up to Jackson this past weekend for a tennis tournament. It mm. was the state championship. Uh, the team had fun. It was a great time in Jackson. Uh, unfortunately, you know, I missed a lot of super regional weekend. But uh, I got to commend the Golden Eagles on a great season. It was an amazing thing to watch. They won regionals in a in dramatic fashion. And uh, just to get to a Supers is is pretty amazing. So mm-hmm. uh, to the top, go Eagles. You know, yeah. way to go. Great season. Yeah, it was. I, and I don't keep up with baseball enough, but I do, I do think I'm going to probably get season tickets next year just to support – the Golden Eagles. I saw John Smith, who actually called it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I interviewed him for a school uh, thing. Sacred Heart, his son goes to Sacred Heart. And uh, he called like that the Southern Miss was going to really make a run this year. And uh, it's pretty awesome that, you know, seeing people who have supported that team for so many years and then get to enjoy a Super Regional like that. Yeah, first time to ever host a Super Regional. It's quite a big deal. Uh, of course, we faced Ole Miss. They, they brought their fan base down here. So uh, it was just a tough one. And like you said, maybe next year we can make another run. It'd be awesome, you know. The the, the Eagles baseball program is always pretty tough. So uh, let's let's do it again next year. Yeah, man, it's awesome. Come in, yeah. Shout out to Coach Barry. Like good good stuff, man. Dude, he's go. he's such an awesome guy. Really? Like I love when good things happen for good people. He's an he's an awesome guy and approachable and humble and. Uh, just, just a great guy. So it's, it's cool to watch that on on national television. That oh yeah, happening and great for the city of Hattiesburg. Great for 
uh, people that visit Hburg, they're you know, oh, yeah. it's stressful, but it's also like it's a good problem to have trying to find hotel rooms for everybody, and you know, there's all kinds of work behind the scenes. It's interesting to events. think about like why you say we don't know if we're going to host. We don't know. It's all kind of up in the air. But like Marlo says, it's kind of crazy how sometimes the chips fall in their place. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, hey, we hosted a super regional, quite amazing. You know, yeah, and huge is something like uh, I think Allison was saying between regional and super regional is like a twenty-five million dollar boost to the city of Hattiesburg. Really? Yeah, it's no joke. Like it's one of those people say that it's great for the town, whatever, but then you hear an actual number like that, twenty-five million. Yeah. Ooh, that's really great. So, but oh, yeah. Festival South's going on. I actually got to see uh, Artie in the Alley. Yeah. Uh, Sydney McGee, dance teacher, was there. Uh, saw Harlan Mapp, saw Artie with his gelled hair. Artie looks good, man. He's been working out. He's been, uh, <laughs> he's got hair gel. He's yeah. got a, a whole new look. Right. But, you know, it's like, how is Artie still single? Dude's crushing it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was cool to see all that going on in the Pocket Museum. And uh, went and ate some. Actually had a Philly cheesesteak bagel at a Southbound. Southbound bagel shop. I don't shop. go to. The, I don't go there enough. Oh man, I love the bagel shop. You know it. I know. I know you're a bagel boy. You're a big time. They bagel got boy. they got the good sweet potato hash over there. They mm-hmm. they do good omelets and of course the bagels. Man, yeah. I'm a big I'm a big Asiago bagel guy. Yeah, everyone knows that. Everyone knows it. Yeah, just like your Brussels sprouts. They, they know it. Do you fight people over your bagel preference like you do with <laughs> Brussels sprouts? Not really. Because I've seen you absolutely throw down. Someone said, you don't like Brussels sprouts. And you said, what? I mean, it was. Yeah. I've never seen you that aggressive. It was actually borderline yeah. uh, psycho. Like, it was out of character. Yeah. Just you talking about it right now is making me feel bad. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks, and uh, we should probably... You know, I don't yeah, know. let's move on. Sorry, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We'll move on. We'll move on. But just so you know, Jamie loves Brussels sprouts, especially yeah. those ones that SoPro that Chef Nofke puts together. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so Festival South's been going on. There's so many events. We actually have the link in our description if you want to check out uh, what's going on. The things I'm really excited about, there's like a Juneteenth celebration with uh, various artists singing uh, works uh, by uh, black composers or just composers that, as the description says, have been accepted by the culture. So I'm really, I really am excited about something like that where I would not typically be aware of something like that going yeah. on. So I, I want to see that. Um, there's actually, Artie's doing a percussion sounds uh, coming up. I think that's June 18th. Um, but there's a ton of stuff going on. Um, there's a beer festival coming up. That's, yeah, I won't, let's get to that. Yeah? Because, so that's now Downtown Brews and Bites, right? No, it's going to be the Craft Beer Festival again. It's Craft Beer Festival yeah. again. They're so, going to do it at Town Square on Saturday. Okay, so if you don't know about the Craft Beer Festival, it is literal beer fest. Yeah, you better get your tickets. It gets nuts. Oh, yeah. It gets nuts. Yeah, well, you can get tickets, actually. Link in the description below for tickets. Yeah, this year they're gonna. it's coming back to Town Square Park. It's going to be a great time. I think Lana Wakeland Band is the entertainment from 6 till 9. There are some VIP tickets. If you want to get there early, They'll. I think there's going to be some food available for VIPs. But beer fest, so much fun. Yeah. That's that's and we'll be sweating during that too. Oh yeah, but luckily there'll be beer. Yeah, unlike right now, beers outside. The, <laughs> I love beers outside. I know you do. It's 
You do? Yeah. Have I not? Have I maybe made it too obvious? No. I like beers. Not obvious enough. <laughs> just yell at a bunch of people through microphones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's so much fun. It's always a good time. And I just, I don't know, man. It's something about Town Square Park because of Live at Five. I have such a good, positive association with that place. So yeah. anytime something's going on there, it's definitely worth checking out. So Beer Fest, that's Saturday. Saturday. So you still have time to get your tickets. But yeah, come hang out with us. We'll, uh, we might be doing a little bit of filming down there too, Hey-o. so yeah, it'd be worth it'd be worth yeah, be worth a gander. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, man, that's been pretty much it. I, honestly, I've really been keeping up with Southern State soccer. You know, I'm doing media for them, which is a yeah. lot of fun. Again, you're a sports reporter I'm, now. Yeah, I don't. You're like, doing post game and pre game interviews. I, I don't want to be a journalist. I, I would, but pref- this I think this this whole when you're in media, it you're kind of like in the journalism. I mean, I guess yeah, you know, kind of. It's new media, you're, so... Yeah, you're putting something out there. Yeah. No, I mean, you're right. You're it's, posing questions. It's, yeah, I get to be curious, which is my favorite, one of my favorite things. And then soccer, it, the, the team is legit. They won 2 nothing against uh, Tallahassee. It was gritty. It wasn't the best team performance, uh, but they still got the win, which excites me because champions, you know, they win even when it's ugly. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's like... They're so talented. They're really talented. Incredibly athletic, man. The team this year is like just super athletic and just gifted you know so that's exciting it's an exciting thing to be around and i know people were real you know excited and then kind of bummed about baseball being over but man get into some soccer like check out the games the vip yeah. suite is go see worth the facility it. yeah Bro, amazing dude chef katie dixon just catering uh like a basically a private event at a soccer game with a balcony where you can watch the game and eat like super healthy like gourmet food like are you what are you doing? It's fun. Like, actually, that sounds amazing. I was actually explaining to my friends in Jackson like about Southern States and their facility. I was yeah. like, I don't. I'm sure Jackson has. I don't know if they have anything there. Back in the day, there might have been a club team that I went and watched play as a kid, but no. Like I was like telling them, you've got to see this facility. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah there's not a facility like that in the state, maybe even the region. And you can tell because all the teams when they come and play, everybody's got their phones out. Like, look at this. The pitch looks like a putting green. It's it's insane. Yeah. So it's a very it's and it's a hidden gem out west, right across from the uh, Oak Grove Library. Mm-hmm. But it's totally worth uh, the trip out there if you're a downtown or a midtowner. Um, and if you live out west, you're right there. Just go. So yeah. it's super fun. The Oaks. That's what I'm looking forward to the most. What I'm also looking forward to is us maybe taking the show, not necessarily on the road. We will do that. But we're gonna we are in talks and we I think we can talk about it now. We are in talks with Nelson Haskins. Yeah. For Haskins, sorry. Nelson Haskins for doing the uh Hardy Street Boys Live. Hardy Street Boys Live. At Hattie's Burgers and Blues. From Hattie's Burgers and Blues. And so we're we're trying to finalize a date right now. Uh but I want to put it out there because we're curious, would you come and see us live? If, yes. Actually, if we film the episode instead of filming in the studio, one week we might just go and film uh at Hattie's Burgers and Blues and have a live audience and Yeah, we'd love to have anyone show up and, and enjoy. There'd be of course live music, there'd be mm-hmm. us uh, perf- you know, doing this, but also some live performances as well as uh, a great venue, a well, great space. And, and then the game would be audience participation. Uh, we would ha- probably have more than one guest, too. More like a Tonight Show feel uh, where it would just be, I mean, I think it'd be wild to, to do that. But I honestly, I want to put it out there first instead of being so secretive about everything. <gasps> you, ooh, shh. Boys Live. Don't. Don't say anything. Don't. Like, no. Would you actually come to Hattie's Burgers and Blues and watch us live? And and several guests and a musical guest. So let us know in the comments uh, 
and by people who comment, thank you, uh, Drew, Massengale, and Ty Sullivan. Yes. And sometimes Jesse Vassar. Yeah. We appreciate y'all. But, uh, man, so today we have Holly Rumbarger. Holly Rumbarger. Rumbayer. Rumbayer. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can, you can pronounce it literally any way you want. It's fine. Yeah. No, it's, it's, seriously, it's Rumbarger. But Rumbarger. She, local singer-songwriter. Yeah. Doing her thing. Just a talented artist. Doing music. We were just on the podcast that she runs with James Polk, Rough Draft Hattiesburg. Rough Draft Hattiesburg. And it, it was really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I was, yeah. I was like, I didn't know how I'd feel because we're normally, you know, we're so in this. Yeah. I, I didn't know if I, we'd be good guests, but we were, hey, we were great guests. I didn't sound nervous, did I? I mean, No. I mean, like when they're like, "Hey, yeah, I don't <laughs> no, like." I'm being interviewed. I'm like, "Oh, we're gonna okay, Drew, take it away." Yeah. <laughs> I didn't sound bullish, did I? <laughs> <laughs> Just no. know yourself. It's fine. It's yeah. okay. It was awesome, but it was super awesome. So we're gonna have her on, and then we actually gonna have her perform later. She's also our musical guest. So after this, Holly Rumbarger. <laughs> Holly Rumbarger, Holly Rumbarger She brought her phone charger Holly Rumbarger She's on the show, she's on the Hardy Street Boys This ain't rough draft, these on the Hardy Street Boys This week Holly like a spiritual experience we all got to share. If you didn't know, this is Holly with an E-Y. Holly Rumbarger, how are you today? Great. Great. Yeah, happy to be here. This is exciting because this is part of our epic pod swap. Pod swap. That's right. We had a pod swap. Pod swap. With Rough Draft Hattiesburg. Pod swap. Rough Draft Hattiesburg. So we had this pod swap. It was pretty cool. Pod swap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pod swap. <laughs> That's what we did. So we had the pod swap. Pod right. swap. I should probably stop saying pod swap. Pod swap. We were on your podcast, Rough Draft Hattiesburg, recently. Rough Draft Hattiesburg. <laughs> and uh, I'm I can't even pretend to be mad. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, so we were on on your show with uh, with James Polk. Um, that was really fun. Thanks for having us. Yeah, and I guess now the tides have turned. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in the hot seat. Now. Mm-hmm. Literally, because our AC is <laughs> out. Yeah. Gosh, it is. Yeah, and we're we're not trying to keep that a secret. Please help us. If you know how to fix an air conditioning unit, 
please give us your phone number in the comments and we'll call you uh, at the most inconvenient time for you and you could help us for like little to no money. Uh, so Holly, you're a musician, right? You, uh, you're a solo musician, but also part of some groups. I want to find out how you got into music and what you're working on right now. Okay, so yeah, I do solo music mostly, but I'm a part of Cole Hill Band. And I'm a part of Hub City Sound Machine. And most recently, my own personal band project, Holly Rumbarger and the New Relics, which mm. we had our first show last night at Keg and Barrel. It was also hot. So, yeah, I, I've always been interested in music ever since I was a little kid. But um, I kind of attribute my love for Americana folk and country music to riding around in my mom's super old patina 1980-something Jeep Grand Cherokee. Uh, she had a couple CDs in the car. You know, when we didn't have phones or anything, so, you know, if you wanted to listen to what you wanted to, you had to have it in a CD. So, mm. of course, some of you kids may not know about that those days. But, yeah, CDs yeah. on the, the visor. Yeah, you like, exactly. You almost crashed. <laughs> Do you think texting and driving is dangerous? Try changing your CD <laughs> off the visor of your, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. But she, she had Allison Krauss. She had Hootie and the Blowfish. Uh, I think that was just about it. But Alison Krauss was a huge inspiration for me. So growing up, I was always a singer. I was in, you know, show choir. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> jazz hands. Do jazz hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> but, uh, I was in show choir and was always interested in, in music, but never really got into instrumentalism. Uh, played the flute when I was 12 for a minute, but Martian Band was also hot. I think I'm not a fan of being super hot. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I... Um, I sang for a couple bands when I lived in Starkville, but I moved here three years ago and kind of set out to do it on my own. Mm. So I uh, picked up the mandolin, and if you ask me why the mandolin, I'll tell you I have no idea. Mm. I was just kind of inspired by it at one point, and just, ah, oh, this is such a cute little, little twinkly instrument, I'm going to do it. So learned how to play mandolin, played mandolin for a while, um, and then most recently learned how to play guitar like a year ago. Really? So, yeah, um, and it's been a fun journey. I love learning new things. I'm a perpetual student. So um, learned a little bit of guitar. Still have a long way to go, but, um, you know, there's been some progress there. I'm a songwriter. been writing songs for a very long time, uh, but only recently have been able to really have the freedom to put it to my own, you know, uh, composition and really put it out there. Mm. So I'm really, really happy with how things have progressed and, and the opportunities Hattiesburg has given me to show people kind of what's in my mind and what's on my heart and put it out there in the form of music. Yeah. So you're so you're primarily a vocalist. That was what you've done the longest. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you have you have a great voice and uh, the show at the keg was really cool. You know, you have a full band, but it doesn't matter how good the band is. Like singer as a drummer, it hurts I'm it hurts to say this. Doesn't matter how good the drums are if the vocalists can't carry. And it, that's a that's a very like a heavy responsibility being the front person. Do you feel that responsibility in the groups that you're in? Because you're in, you also kind of have different positions too, like with Cole Hill, right? You sing alongside, like you're like almost like co, like it's his group, but like you lead some songs, sing backup vocals on other songs. Like, so yeah, do you I play feel that? Yeah, lead tambourine in that band. Lead tambourine. Yeah. <laughs> Your first chair tambourine? Yes. Yeah, nice. Uh, <laughs> but like, do you feel that responsibility with your new group, uh, uh, the new Relics? Uh, and then also when you're doing solo gigs, do you, do you feel like, uh, I just feel like that would be, be a lot of pressure being like the voice of, of whatever that project is. 
Well, it, it absolutely is, but I'll, you know, semi-disagree about, you know, only being as great as your front person because the rest of the band really holds you up, especially, you know, last night. I get really nervous when it comes to these big projects of mine, and the guys last night did such a great job and, you know, kind of bolstered me and, and you know, helped me to be the best front person I could be in that point. Uh, but, yeah, in, in Cole Hill Band, we kind of – we co-sing i sing back up for him a lot of the time and uh provide mean tambourine skills mean tambourine. but in uh in hub city sound machine which was the first band i was invited into uh, which is lana wakelin joel ingram uh anthony everett bill singer cole hill of mm-hmm. course and was originally clark castle but now is uh zach blackwell so that band really gave me a chance to kind of function as a group here and that i do i do very high soprano backup vocals as well as some standout tunes so it is really cool to be kind of across the spectrum with different responsibilities but to answer your question yeah it's it's really nerve-wracking sometimes trying to put it all together like I'll I make this joke that I don't make set lists during my solo sets because I like to keep everyone on their toes including myself Mm. (laughs) but uh, this time I had to you know really organize had to talk things through with the band we had some practices and and actually write a set list down and and, you know it, it felt really real to to be you know I don't like to say I'm in charge but to kind of be a director instead of you know I've learned so much from the bands I'm in and the groups that I've been in have just taught me so much about how to be a great band leader because I've experienced great band leaders like Mm. Cole and like Lana so um so yeah it's it's a fun change of events and and it's exciting you're taking the responsibility seriously like that's great yeah and also shout out to Joel Ingram he's He's technically the third Hardy Street boy. What's up, Joel? Not a lot of people know that. So he's uh, he, lo- he likes sour beer. He lo- he's a sour beer guy, <laughs> and he yeah. has skinny jeans now. What? We, we seen him. They could be, yeah. I mean, I don't want to get too far into it, but they could be skinnier. Okay, but <laughs> so, you, uh, so you're so you taking the responsibility seriously. What's it like going full time? Now, I know you, you also work with, with uh, James, and I, actually, you know Jamie through, uh, did y'all work at Signature together? Is, am I wrong there? We yeah. did, yeah. yeah. Okay, so like, uh, so you've you've had different, you've done different things, right? So not just music, but to now, like, focus on music as your main job, uh, what's that like? You know, honestly, it's all I've ever wanted, you know, as, you know, as a kid, you know exactly what you want to do when you're, mm. when you grow up, and then the world kind of gives you all these different you know, influences like, oh, well, you need to make money or you need to be successful or you need something respectable. And, and you know, sometimes when you get to a point in your life, you'll go back and ask yourself, like, what did I really want to be? And what has been the, the constant my entire life? And for me, that's music. It's the one thing that I never get sick of, that I'll never grow out of. And I know this for a fact. So it's it's kind of always been what I wanted. So it feels really great to be on the path to making it, you know, my my career goal in my life. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> As it, well, and there's lots of people who do jobs that they don't aren't passionate about, and it's just, you know, it also depends on your circumstances too. Uh, but that, that's really cool that you're able to do that. Going forward now, you're in, you're in two groups. You started another one. You gig solo. How do you keep all that straight? That seems like a lot. Do you have management? Well, I'm I'm my own management, unless you count Doc Ringleben, who keeps me straight most of the time. But uh, I have about three different forms of 
calendar keeping. I have, you know, a, a spreadsheet, a Google calendar, Apple calendar, and a physical calendar. And if I ever lose the physical one, I lose my mind. Mm. So, um, but I definitely, you know, have to keep everything super organized and I'm a fairly organized person, mm-hmm. um, organized, chaotic person. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely have to keep everything on track. Like if you asked me today, like what shows I'm playing this weekend, I'd probably have to be like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. Let me look that up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a lot to keep track of. Um, well, but I, I'm just curious because I know there's such a great uh, – you don't necessarily need management in Hattiesburg, but there you need community, right? And there's such a great artist and musician community in Hattiesburg. And there's stuff like uh, like kind of on the rise is the, the BLO Collective. So I wanted to – like what's that all about? Like that's kind of management, right? That's sort of – What's what's how does that work? I don't know if enough people know what that is. Okay, yeah, huge shout out to Lindley Page Walters. So um, she is a bartender and creator of BLO, a bartender at Glorybound, and the creator of BLO um, movement. So BLO is her brand or label. So basically, she has you know corralled a lot of us Hattiesburg musicians and some in some other you know nearby cities and has put them on a roster. And she's basically doing us this huge service of, you know, if someone comes looking for musicians, she can help pair them up because, you know, a lot of the times musicians have to look for their own venues and make those connections themselves. Also, our community in music is fabulous we just all look out for each other so if we can't do something we've got a, a a buddy on lock that we call and we say okay well this person will be perfect for this let me give you this we gig swap all the time venue swap we just you know we want each other to succeed in the music community here in Hattiesburg so she's doing a huge part in that by putting us on this roster by by including our bios and you know some of our work and kind of getting us out there because we can't do it all alone mm. you know being your own manager is tough enough as it is it's really great to have someone like her to help out and she does all the booking at glory bound so many fabulous shows there multiple nights a week and it's one of the funnest gigs that i've ever done so she is a huge part of just support for a lot of musicians here and i'm very honored to be one of her charter, charter members on BLO, so that's awesome yeah it's like an official well it's it's just making official what we already know uh yeah. is that the the community is tight-knit and and uh there doesn't seem to be a ton of competition either like it's it's very uh i always found it to be like very welcoming and you know i do think drummers tend to be a little more competitive with each other but like like entire groups it does seem like everybody's kind of on the same team well i'll say that you know Competition within music is really fruitless mm-hmm. because every person's journey in music and every person's, you know, uh, come up and, and struggles is intrinsically personal. Um, you can't really compare your music or your style or your experience to anyone else's. You can only try to be the best that you can be. And I know that sounds very cliche. But honestly, comparing yourself to other musicians isn't going to get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I was once told as a very new musician, that you should surround yourself with other musicians that are better than you and not, you know, for any other reason other than to learn and to, you know, to gain knowledge and experience from them and to compete with them really is counterintuitive to what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, collaboration over competition any day. Right. Yeah. And it's, well, sometimes that's easier said than done. But if you have that in mind, you know, that's that's great. It's kind of interesting. We had Adam McVale on. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it was very similar. We were just talking about basically oh, not so much a competition, but 
you know, surround yourselves with, with, with people that are like-minded and, and like you said, the talent thing, it's good to have the talent, but also, like you said, collaboration, like it's good to surround yourself with people that you can enjoy being with and, and, and want to make, you know, cool, cool music with, you know? Well, in the musician world too, it doesn't pay to, to be, you know, to have an attitude or to, to not be kind and courteous to your peers in in the music world like it doesn't pay to do that mm-hmm. it's in your benefit to try to be the best collaborator the best uh you know friend and and cohort that you can be yeah i can't remember, i don't know what word i'm looking for <laughs> no but, I mean, but that's what adam said even in nashville it's about making friends and uh everything else will fall into place you know you, t- you put the competition aside you work on, and you also focus on your own work. Like if you're really into what you're doing, all the other stuff doesn't really doesn't really matter. We got a fly in here, no mm-hmm. AC and a fly. We're killing it today. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, so, what's the future for Holly Rumbarger? What are you gonna? I mean, what are you gonna? What are you gonna do with this music career of yours? Is there? Do you think uh, you'll stay in Hattiesburg? Do you think you'll you'll expand or 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 what's what's it look like? So I love Hattiesburg a lot, and it's really been. Uh, huge an opportunity for me and I don't see myself leaving anytime soon because you know especially with the way the music world is now you can do music from anywhere you don't have to move to Nashville to do music you really just have to have more of an online presence so in the past three years of me living here and really focusing in on music I've spent the first two making connections uh, trying to get better at my trade trying to write more music and and learn and have experience. Whereas, you know, next year, I'm really putting it in my mind that I want that to be the year that I start creating more. Um, So I've written just about enough for an album, and I think that I can confidently say that I'm going to try to put out an EP or LP next year in 2023. Mm. So next year we'll be recording, putting things out. So, uh, But the prior two years have really been about getting experience, making connections with people, and really just experiencing the Hattiesburg music scene. So you like you like book studio time and stuff? Do you know how you'll record it, who you'll use? You know, actually, that's, that's pretty much all in the air right now. I know for sure that Doc will be a part of it. Doc has been a huge part of my musical career for the past two years, and he's, he's not only just you know, a great musician, he's a wonderful friend. Mm. and someone who's really looked after me and supported me and sometimes pushed me to to do bigger and better things and I appreciate him so he will definitely be a part of it and I've got you know I've got my collected friends in in music world that I can call on at any point so I think it'll be a giant collaboration at this point between a lot of people that I've that I've worked with Mm. yeah um now you've actually I know you're talking about for the future in the studio but you've actually spent a little bit of time in the studio kind of recently uh anything you can talk about on some of these recent trips to the studio recording yeah yeah so um a couple months ago i think it was maybe february or march cole hill band went to uh birmingham to record at bates brothers recording studio in hueytown it was just outside of birmingham uh we had a great time we recorded four songs in there hung out with eric bates he's uh one of the bates brothers um funny story about that actually i was sitting in a chair at bates brothers recording and eric bates looks at me and says hey you know meatloaf sat in that chair wow <laughs> and i was like whoa my butt has been where meatloaf's butt has been <laughs> y'all are butt cousins now it's yes works. yeah i mean i mean he had just passed away like two weeks prior to that so this was like 
Wow. That's an experience. I know. So what was it like working there? It was so cool because, you know, you always kind of have a, a vision of what you think a recording studio is going to be like. And then when you actually get in one, it's like a spaceship. There, it was just a wall of controls and it, it felt very real. It felt like a big step. Mm. And it was a lot of fun kind of seeing how the pro, uh, process worked. Uh, and that was that was so cool to have. We had Clark and Clark Castle, Cole Hill and uh, Ethan Mannon in the studio and and. Uh, we had a great time with that. Um, more recently, I went to James Ducker's studio in Laurel and recorded a cover of an old Nickel Creek song called The Fox. It's kind of an old folk tune. Uh, and that was actually one of the other CDs that was in my mom's car. I just remembered. Um, but so I recorded that for Laurel Lullaby. Mm-hmm. And it's an album that Mississippi Nurture is putting out for uh, children. So it's a children's album, which in retrospect, that song's a little weird. Because in in the song, the fox eats the duck and the goose. But, I mean, got to yeah. teach them young. Yeah, it's okay to be a carnivore. It's fine. Yeah. Right. This is the circle of life, kids. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but, no, that was so fun. I had Doc in the studio with me. James Ducker put down the bass when we figured out that he kind of needed some lows to it. And he did a wonderful job mixing. Uh, and then we brought in Jack McGee, VIP, to do the fiddle on the tune. So we're so excited for that to release. Um unsure of that release date so but keep your keep your ears peeled because yeah. yeah yeah your eyes peeled ears peeled i don't know ears open <laughs> just pay attention don't peel your eyes <laughs> don't peel anything actually just uh yeah use the internet and google as you're supposed to uh well that's really cool so it sounds like you got a lot going on and i want to find out more about what you have going on after this more holly rumbarger all right we're back in an air conditionless studio Kyle's out there on his grind, literally. We're so proud of him. Yeah. Uh, we're going to play a game. This is called, hey, do you know your schedule? I'm going to list a date, and then you have to guess where you're playing on that date. You ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> so no, many gigs. But this is just, I really just want to find out about the places that you play at, and we will give you hints. So okay. we're not going to hang out to dry. So uh, Let's see. What do you have June 10th? This is in Hattiesburg. And That's it's already just... passed, right? It, yes, yeah. That was Wait. actually Friday. <laughs> Shoot. Sorry. <laughs> what do you have last Friday? I don't know, actually. <laughs> you played in Jackson Thursday. Uh, Remember three days ago. I could not tell you. Anyway. You, pl- you were at <laughs> Patio 44. Thank you. Oh, okay, yes, yes. Dang, I was yes. going to go for like some sort of meat market. You did, yeah. You did play at a meat market recently too. And in, in, was it that in Hattiesburg? No, that was in Laurel. That was at the oh. Night Butcher. Oh, okay. Shout that. Out to yeah, Chad that was Knight. Saturday. They had a giant inflatable cow costume, dude. Oh, so the guy's name is Knight. It's not that he just cuts meat in the dark, right? Yeah, and he's oh, not okay. like a, a sh- he's he, I don't know. Chivalry is not dead, but it's knight, like as in like a knight in shining armor who's oh. going to slice your meat. Oh, okay. Yeah, so maybe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. He uses a sword for yeah. sure. Shout out to Chad Knight. All right. So we've talked about the past. Now time to talk about the future. Where are you going to be June 24th? Mm. It's a Friday, Friday and it's from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Not a.m. That would be insane. Wait, that is uh, Prince's. Prince's. Prince's yeah. Seafood. Yes. Prince's yeah. Seafood. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So wh- where's Prince's Seafood and is it purple? I don't know. It's not. No. Okay. So it's on 49. It'll be my first time to play there. Edward Corley with the hookup. 
That'll that'll be fun. It's in the old Marlins building. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah. yeah Edward Corley, of Taste Fifty Nine South. We're big yeah, Taste Fifty Nine South guys. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. Okay. June thirtieth. Mm, this is a Thursday. Thursday. Six to nine in the PM. Is it patio? It is patio oh. forty four. Well, how much do you like playing patio at patio forty four? Because they really do hook it up for live musicians. They have live music every night. They're real serious about posting their schedule. What's it like playing there? I love patio. They have a really beautiful outdoor seating area with this fountain, and it's got pyrotechnics in it. Mm. So, and it's just it's real chill. It's great ambiance. Food's great. Mm. All right, now June twenty third. This is a Thursday, six to eight thirty p.m. And it may or may not be in Hattiesburg. That one is uh, Bird Dog in Laurel. Favorite mm. coffee shop in... Well, no, I can't even say favorite coffee shop in Laurel. They're also... I mean, Lee's Coffee is there. Yeah. But I don't, <sighs> one of my just, favorite coffee... One of my favorite coffee shops in Laurel. You just avoided a major controversy. I, coffee, I, mean, I know that coffee wars are a serious you, deal here. Let me tell you. I <laughs> thought it'd be like a ha-ha, good, fun time. You don't want coffee beef, Okay. <laughs> Because everybody, coffee beef, everybody's jacked because they're caffeinated and they don't, they feel a very strong way about it. So you got to be careful with coffee beef. To be fair, Tommy has always been super nice to me. It's it's everyone else that hates me because of Grin. Right. So I, I love Grin though. Yeah. I'm an Equinox frequenter. I go there every oh. day, but they serve Grin coffee. They do. So they do. And Taylor's a friend of the show. So right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, he's got he's actually got some really sick tats that I yeah. I really want to get on board with getting tatted up but that's not about this uh what about june 18th in hattiesburg oh it's a saturday from 11 to 2 oh that'd be hattiesburgers and blues yep yeah saint nelson he saved front street single-handedly i'm killing it yeah you're you do know your schedule that's what we're learning Uh, also june 18th that's still a saturday in hattiesburg from six to nine so you have an you're doing double duty you have 11 to 2 at hattiesburgers and blues where are you playing that night from six to nine? Brass hat. Brass hat. Yeah, yeah. that's where our matchbox. Yeah, I think gonna it's go get there. a cheese board. It's gonna be great. Nice. It's yeah. a fancy place. <laughs> Incredible. Well, the thing is, look, and that's, I mean, that's what that's what we have you down for, unless we want to talk about the past. But that's not what we're about here at this show. Uh, you have a lot of shows coming up. You also, what's the best way for people to keep up with your your show schedule? So I usually try to post a graphic at the beginning of every month. Uh, a little late on that this month, but uh, usually post that to at Holly Rumbarger Music. I'm doing that in case you want to like put your pizzazz on it and put like Holly Rumbarger Music right here. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> definitely in the description. I don't know okay. if the graphic is there. Our graphic, right our graphic guy is kind of lazy. <laughs> Scroll down, it's there. Um, but it's definitely in the description. So that's Instagram. You have Facebook, Facebook. as well. Um, and so that's the best way to reach you. What if somebody wanted to book you for like events? Because you do weddings, you do private events too. What if somebody wanted to book you? How they? What's the best way to get in touch with you? There is um, Facebook. You can message me on Facebook, and there is an email on my business Facebook that you can email for potential bookings. Yeah, awesome. Well, you're uh, you're really doing it, and uh, we at the show love people sticking their necks out and. Uh, and, and then also in the podcast world, too. I mean, how did Rough Draft get started? What is that to you? So I've worked for James Polk for a year. We're kind of like kindred spirits. He plays mandolin, uh, loves folk music and, and music in general. He's a huge just lover of the arts in general. Um, and when we started working together a year ago, we always used to sit around the office. We'd say, man, there are cool people in Hattiesburg. There's so many cool people in Hattiesburg. 
be so cool if we could show everyone how cool these people are in Hattiesburg. Mm. So we decided to start Rough Draft, and it kind of focuses primarily on people who are developing big things or making big, you know, moves in Hattiesburg. So we've had a lot of really cool guests on our show. We've had, you know, we we both had Abby Allen on our shows uh, before, and uh, we had you guys, of course. And then, you know, we had Harry Goff, and our season two is going to start in August. We're taking a little break for the summer, but in the meantime – we wanted to do something kind of big to celebrate all the cool people in Hattiesburg. So Rough Draft Hattiesburg is putting on an awards ceremony, which is kind of it's kind of like an anti-awards ceremony, to be honest, because there's no categories and really no competition. Mm. So it's an open nomination where you can just go in and say, I nominate Gobo Prime for best dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, He'll win although that's too. that's a tough category. There's a lot of good dogs. Ten out of ten, good floofs. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, we, it's open right now, and it's it's going to stay open until we've got two weeks until the event. So we're we're putting on an awards ceremony. Tina Thames at Grill and Grocery has been gracious enough to lend us her space on June 29th. We'll do awards from six to eight, and then we'll have Jack McGee and the rest of Soundwagon play until 10 so it should be just lots of fun very low-key chill i mean i say low-key but we're gonna wear you know evening wear and give out trophies Mm. so (laughs) it'll be lots of fun and we just really wanted an opportunity for people to brag on their friends yeah and say you know because we want people to say you know oh we you know so-and-so is the the best has the best smile you know or there's so many different things. It's really limitless. Hmm. Um, we've had some nominations roll in that are hilarious. Yeah, it's probably so, so massive, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said I said on our show, our episode with on Rough Draft, I, I would like us to be the Hardy Street Boys uh, closest to Flight of the Concords because if you can make up categories, I want to get oddly specific, but still keep it positive and fun. Um, so that's really cool that people get to do that. I like that counterculture type vibe too. Just like, look, man. You get to everybody gets to award an award, any award by definition, right? Is completely made up. So let's just have fun with it and and just you know enjoy it, you know, and and uh, and celebrate everybody in Hattiesburg. I like that y'all are doing that. So and also if you want to listen to our episode that we were the mystery guests, I got to tell you it was really hard to keep that a secret because we're so used to like just taking pictures of everything and look what we're doing, you know. Uh, it was really hard to keep that under wraps, but uh, I think it was worth it. It, it was a great reveal. So. Yeah, and we, we had a great conversation. I really loved our episode, and you guys were a wonderful season finale. But you can find that at um, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We typically use Buzzsprout as well, but you just look up Rough Draft Hattiesburg, three different words. We're on mm-hmm. Facebook as at Rough Draft Hattiesburg. So okay. um, that's how you find us, and you can listen to, to some of the really amazing conversations we've had with some really cool people in Hattiesburg. Yeah, so and all those links are in our description below too, so you can check those out. Uh, it's, it's cool to have this much stuff going on in Hattiesburg at one time. Uh, it's definitely, I think it's not to toot all of our own horns, but let's do it. It's kind of a renaissance in Hattiesburg. It's exciting, and you're definitely a very big part of that. So we thank you for sitting down and taking the time to chat with us. Yes, th- thank you for coming. <laughs> it was awesome. But uh, but now I think uh, you're a musician, so let's. Uh, would you be okay playing a couple tunes for us? Yeah. So let's do it. After this, musical guest, Holly Rumbarger. Okay, so... Um... This song is about Japanese pottery, in a sense. So uh, 
you may or may not have heard of Japanese kintsugi, which is the art of repairing broken ceramic pottery with gold. Uh, technically, it's an epoxy that they put gold flake onto, but it basically creates this really beautiful effect and kind of lends into the idea that maybe some things are more beautiful once they're broken. And uh, I think the same could be said about people.
We're in the sweaty studio. That was amazing. You crushed it. Thanks so much. Link in the description. Follow Holly Rumbarger. She's got shows coming up. She's recording a big deal.